Señores y señoritas, bienvenido, bienvenido, bienvenido a Nachos y Beats. That was the intro. <laughs> that was horrible. That was great. Did you actually have penultimate in there? No. What the fuck? Uh, I'm sorry. Could, can you look up that word really quick? No. <laughs> no, I'm not going to. All right. Welcome, everybody, to the penultimate episode of the Chips and Bits podcast. Uh, I am your host, Kenny Myers, and with me um, today, a special guest star, a friend of mine, all the way from Canada, Ladies and gentlemen, Matthew Anderson. Hola! That's racist, Matt. <laughs> Sorry. <sighs> Unbearable. <clears throat> so, today we're going to talk about guacamole. Guacamole. Guacamole is an excellent, excellent Metroidvania uh, mm, platformer, mm-hmm. is yeah. the term used. But really, it's just a game like Metroid. Yeah, it's a really good game. But really more of a platformer mm-hmm. than other Metroid-like games. Yes. Um, uh, by what's the development? We just looked it up. Lunchbox? Nope, not Lunchbox. Pale Pale Box? Nope, Sa- nope. I think you're it's, Sandwich there's Man. No boxes involved. It's lunch, lunch something. I don't think so. I think it is. Well, thank God we have a notes section. Thank God. <laughs> oh wait, no, I'm thinking of another game, aren't I? It's, we we looked up another it's game. Something Lunchbox Studio. Anyway, a great studio. I think it's Lunchbox. Yeah, they're uh, they're uh, Canadian. They are. They're from my stomping grounds, actually. It's like we get to combine our two worlds, you mm-hmm. with Canada and me having grown up in San Diego, Mexico. Which is pretty much Mexico, yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, they're from Toronto. They yeah. are. Beautiful mm-hmm. Toronto. Beautiful city. Yeah. Uh, so, we like the game. Love the game. Yeah. I'd say I loved it. Loved it? Yeah, I thought it was quite quite good. So, I've been thinking a lot over the course of this month. I'm sure you had. Did you take notes? I didn't. God damn it. But I thought a lot about it, which is more than I normally do. Right. And plus, I'm not vindictive, this podcast, so. Great. So it's a lot easier. I think I think this one's going to be a little bit more friendly. Uh, probably a little less funny. Probably. Probably um, a lot less funny. Well, I mean, when you're starting at two, there's not much not much to go, go down to. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've been thinking a lot about indie games, and I've been thinking about maybe we give them a little too much of a break, because I really loved this game. I loved a lot of the... The components of it, the graphics, the design, the concept is essentially you're a uh, you're a Mexican wrestler. Well, no, no sorry, no. You're, you're an agave farmer. You're an agave farmer mm-hmm. who uh, is in love with this girl in, in his village. Yep. And the the girl gets kidnapped. Yes. You go to rescue her, and you die immediately. Immediately. Which was hilarious. Right. You get killed by the the ultimate bad guy. Yeah. Not the ultimate warrior. The the guy of the death death guy death guy leader I believe, king, of, king of name. king of the death no death no, no i think they just called him death guy because death guy? Okay. they're a creative team there yeah right um so death guy uh kills you and then you end up in the underworld mm-hmm. uh where matthew where uh you get imbued with special luchador powers special luchador powers for yeah. those of you who don't know a luchador is of course a mexican wrestler yes one who wrestles professionally. Wait. Yes. In Mexico. In Mexico. Yeah. And yeah. non-professionally. There's amateur leagues. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, you get this crazy, crazy mask in the Land of the Dead, right. and it turns you into a luchador, which in this game world, luchadors are warrior, like historic warriors with great power. Right. They're supermen. Yep. Essentially. So your job then is to, of course, go and rescue the princess. Yep. Like all good games. Like all good games. <laughs> but uh, one of the cool things is that uh, you have the ability now, since you've been dead and been granted this power, uh, to go back and forth between the land of the living and the land of the dead. Uh, right. Not just for comedic and story purposes, but also to actually uh, solve the platforming puzzles that are in the game. A tactic made famous by Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past. Yep. Or Paper Mario or, you know. There was a Paper Mario one? Well, yeah, you know how you could switch between the two different I never played that realms. game. Oh, yeah, you could go between, like, 3D thing and then flat. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah. Maybe I should play that next. Maybe you should. Excellent. Anyway, so I've been thinking about indie games, and that's the story of the luchador. Juan, is that his name? Was it Juan? Or Jose? I think it was Juan. It was something, I mean, arbit- like arbitrary but slightly racist in its pickings. Pretty sure it's one. It's weird because it kind of this game kind of like draws the line between like stereotypes, supreme, and like, mm-hmm. is it okay because it's kitschy? I think so. Yeah. I think it's all about you the think graphics. It's from, of sure. course you would think that, white mm-hmm. boy. Well, imagine if it had been realistic looking. Right. right. <laughs> that would have been pretty, pretty evil. We would have been like, hmm. Wow. I don't know about that. Yeah, this isn't Far Cry 3. No. <laughs> no it's not uh you can't just go around being racist hold on let me just wipe my brow <laughs> we are melting in uh my recording studio here. in my seven million dollar <clears throat> recording studio uh which apparently in the process i couldn't afford air conditioning right spent too much on mics well it's yeah million dollar mics <laughs> each one is three point some amount million dollars so so let me bring it back to you had some thought about indie games and then you were talking about the story and somehow you so were I was thinking about how we get really critical i just wanted to give a background about what the game's about and like you jump around you go to different areas and you use your powers and you gain powers just like in metroid which i'm sure most of you have played hopefully uh and if you haven't then you should at least try and see a video of it online yep. if only there was some sort of helpful notes section on a website that you could visit that would point to one eventually mm. Only in dreams. So we talk a lot about level design and we've been particularly critical about Arbit like in the past two podcasts about how the design uh, and detail of a specific level uh, or how an area is put together can really be thrown off by like little little details sure. that they might miss. Um, and if you look at this game, which is which is a beautiful game, but there are a lot of areas in it that are pretty boring. Okay. And by pretty boring, I mean they are just a bunch of platforms mm-hmm. with a nice watercolor background with nothing really interesting about them. Mm-hmm. But because this is an indie game, because this is a smaller game, that feels permissible versus if we saw this in something like The Last of Us or... Mm-hmm. Bio, just randomly picking games bioshock infinite we might get angry about it sure possibly so that's what the kind of like i was trying to try to to take my opinion of the game which was i loved it like it was really fun all the way through it was the right length everything about it was really fun um and think did i love it because it was a really good game that meets my criteria for what makes a good game or did i love it because it was an indie game that tried more than other ones 
as he wipes his brow and breathes in. Um, that was a very sexual wipe. So that felt very, very intimate. I, I see where you're going. It, it sounds like, you know, you just you want to make sure that that the indie games are getting their fair shake on, right. on our podcast. Right. Um, well, and that, you know, what bias is involved there? Because it's I mean, it's it's obvious that this game wasn't built by a team of 50 people and it had millions and millions of dollars behind it. It was. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, in a way, am I supposed to forgive for that? Like, I don't think you have to forgive. I think, you know, in in my opinion, I think it comes down to what were your expectations realistic, like properly set before you played the game. Right. You know, it's, it's, it's no different than, you know, if you went to Taco Bell and then came out of there and you're like, that wasn't really a good taco. (laughs) You know, it's like, right. You bought a taco was okay. You bought it at Taco Bell, right? It's, it's a Taco Bell taco. Um, but so, that Cool Ranch rap was amazing. Yeah, so, so, so you know, you, you buy this game. It's it's a it's a completely different price. It's almost one fifth the price of of either of those games we just mentioned. True. Um, and from the moment you start it up, um, it, it sells itself differently. You know, it's right. it's completely cartoon. Um, everything's outlandish. There's crazy music that goes through. I mean, everything. It, it's oh, it's man, silly. The music was so good. So, yeah, I, I feel like it's not, I, I don't consider that an excuse. I consider, you know, you set a certain scope of expectations based on what type of game you want to deliver. Yeah. And if you want to deliver a small, kitschy, crazy, you know, Metroidish game, and then you, I play that and that's what it is, then that's what I'm going to judge you on. That's the criteria that I'm going to, that I'm going to base my, my review on, right? Right. But a game like this, which has, like a lot of games we love, incredible art direction, just mm-hmm. like above and beyond. Yep. If you reach a bunch of areas in other games, if you did this, you'd be critical of, of where they kind of dropped the ball. And a lot of like the underground passageways and stuff like that, any sort of non-main uh, event uh, area, I guess, was sort of dull. I mean, it was just sort of hopping. Like you were just sort of jumping around. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, if I had some critique to level at the... At the things I would surely do it. I just that didn't bother me at all. Like it sounds like it no, and me. it didn't bother me. It's only bothering me in like hindsight. Oh, in post, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because I started thinking. I started going down this path, and I'm like, wait a minute. There were a couple instances there where I was just jumping up a you know a corridor, like that was just a hallway. I was essentially going on a vertical hallway. Yeah, I don't know that it doesn't bother me because that's what I expected. I mean it, that that's what the game was. It's pretty interesting, this game, because it came out of nowhere. I remember when it came out because uh-huh. it was like the day it was launching. And it's like, Guacamelee is coming out. And, it, and I, I was like, what the... a fucking great name. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what is this crap? It's like, it's a Metroid game. And the last Metroid game we played, uh, well, in the Metroid vein, mm. other than the actual Metroid <laughs> game I played, right? Uh, was fantastic. And that was uh, Shadow Complex. Oh, that was. game was so good. Right. We never podcasted about that. No, we, yeah, we mm. did. We talked about it a did little. We? That's good. In a different time, in a different kind of podcast. Long ago. Long ago. Yeah. So I've, we, we found out about it that day and I was like, hey, you should buy this. Like we should totally podcast about it. It mm-hmm. looks great. And I bought it. I played it and then I beat it. It was a couple months before you beat it, actually. Yeah. I was playing something. I don't know what. You're playing a lot of things. I think you were playing XCOM. Oh, yeah. 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 So I went through it and I beat it all and I thought it was fantastic. In particular, there's a previous podcast about Braid where we talked about that game and it has very similar sure it's an indie game it has mm-hmm. very beautiful art direction it has a really interesting story with really interesting characters but what we didn't like about braid was that it was too long yep 
And this game was like perfect. It was, it was. right around where I was being like, is this going to continue anymore? Because yep. I don't know if I'm ready for it. And uh, it didn't. And then you beat it. And then you had a really hard boss battle that felt like you got rewarded well for. Oh, God. I was just, that just gave me a flashback to both the final boss battle. And then there's also a secret level where you have to capture some special piece of a mask. Yeah. And it just gave me flashbacks to some of the like insanely, incredibly hard levels in Super Meat Boy. I mean, it was some of the hardest platforming. <laughs> That's the thing. I've this ever is done. more platformer than it was Metroid. I think. Yeah, totally. I mean, it was very difficult at times. And furthermore, they did a really good job of. Um, it wasn't just the difficulty in like timing. We should like really hard platformers. It's usually about timing, uh, timing your jumps and getting kind of like the patterns down. Yeah. This they I thought they did a super awesome job of combining the powers that you pick up along the way yeah so that you really have to get good at both understanding you know a certain platform going okay i'm going to need to do this combination of moves but then actually performing the moves is actually quite difficult right yeah it was it got really hard beyond that um what i also really liked about it is it it didn't just get difficult but it did a really nice job of teaching you those moves gradually Mm -hmm. like you got so accustomed to a specific power the powers would unlock moves which would then add challenge like in most metro games like they in metro games they give you access to areas yep but in this game it both gives you access to areas and adds a new platforming challenge to the game yep um so instead of just doing like getting the double jump you would have to get the double jump and then use the headbutt you you earned in the previous power when before after you've learned to use the headbutt efficiently and in different aerial techniques and everything and the pacing was just so so good like Mm -hmm. you knew how to you you had the tools to solve there was rarely a platforming puzzle where i was like how the fuck do i solve this right it was always like well i'm gonna have to speed to the left and then double jump up and then do a headbutt to make sure i get over there and Mm -hmm. uh then double cling onto the wall go up over run over and jump back yeah yeah the only problem became just actually doing that yeah 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 (laughs) you're just like oh Okay, 17th yeah. try. It's like, I know exactly how to do that. Let me just set aside some time this evening. Yeah. <laughs> see if I can get through this part. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think if both when I was playing it and if I look back on it now, um, I thought that, I, I think I told you this as we were playing it. One thing that, that I felt somewhat disappointed at, uh, once I started playing the game was that there was no dialogue. Um and Do you I mean spoken dialogue. Yeah, spoken dialogue. There was yeah. no voice acting. Like, there was no, no voices. Voice. Yeah. And I don't even like. I feel there like there was plenty of dialogue. Oh, there's plenty of dialogue. Yeah. And it was great dialogue. It was awesome. And I, I just feel like they. It was so good. The um, combination of the art style and just the overcommitment to the silliness of the world and all of the dialogue that they wrote. Uh, and the only time I would ever hear it was like when the. The crazy woman laughed like maniacally. She'd be like, right. ha, ha, ha. They had sound effects. They had some sound Mario yeah, stuff. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I, for whatever reason, I just missed it. And I, and I don't think it didn't detract from the game. Yeah. But I felt like there was a piece of me that was like, oh, I wish I, I really wish like I could know, except one. Like he shouldn't have talked the whole I Like I like that he didn't even have dialogue most of the time. Yeah. But all the other characters, I just kept wishing they would talk to me. Well, because they were great-looking characters. Yeah, it's just I thought that would complete the package that much more. I don't know if I think I would avoid that. I think that the game is running its kitschiness enough that if you started adding voice acting, it might enter. That's true. Racism, like yeah, well, that's supreme true. racism. That's a good point. Um, it's it's weird. I mean, it, it's not inherently the racist. It just like it pulls a bunch of stuff from uh, 
from Mexican folklore, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, the way it does it, it doesn't, it doesn't, uh, it just like there's mariachi music in the background and the music is so good. It is. It is really good music. Um, I can't even, it, it's one of those things where if you asked me to hum or sing any of the songs from it right now, I couldn't do it. Right. But if I heard one of them right now, I'd be like, oh, yeah, it's from Guacamole. It was great. And it was uninvasive. It rarely got boring. Yeah. I thought, I thought the music was exceptional. Yeah. Well, I mean, almost everything in the game was exceptional. I didn't like the flame face guy. Well, that's okay. I, I, I just didn't like he's him. He's a villain. I no, mean, but I didn't like, like him. I didn't like how he was just like, I'm ah! firing guns and I have my my face is a flame. Yeah. Ah. I was like, okay, great. And he was always drinking. Well, that's like, why he was on fire. I, I know. It just, I didn't, I felt like everybody else was so strong. And then he's just like this character they threw in there. I didn't like him, but like, really? So, okay. Maybe they could have done voices. Maybe not. I didn't like the flame face. Yeah. Everything else I can think about, about this game, I thought was really good. Yeah. Um, you know, the areas were were not necessarily super memorable, though. Really? Well, they're memorable enough. You know, it's not like um, it's not like I, I think about it and I can remember. I can remember specific places, but I can't really describe to you elements of those places. Like what? Well, like I can talk about the builders in Darksiders and too, and explain like their area and how memorable it was. But I can talk about the temple in Guacamele, and it's like there is a giant monster in it. Yeah, the big cat guy. Yeah, but I, I only know, know that because I replayed it recently, a couple weeks ago. I didn't replay it, and I knew exactly which one you were talking. You about. You did replay it. It was we played it together. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> we played the co-op thing. That's right. true. I mean, I, they were beautiful. They were really well done. I guess to the fact, to their credit, they didn't get in the way of the game itself. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess I did have actually kind of thinking about it. I kind of had a problem a little bit with the level design, like the look of it, but I enjoyed playing through it. Like the design of it was really good. Yeah, it was just, it was fun to walk through. Right. And mm-hmm. it wasn't, and it was, it was never like bad. Like it wasn't like gaudy. I wasn't like, oh, geez, that's terrible. It was always like, that's really beautiful. And then it just kind of faded away into the background. Yeah. Totally. That's, that's like the one area I can think of in this game where I'm like, yeah, you know what? I mean, that was that was okay. That was my voices. Yeah. That would be my one thing about this game. But otherwise, it was just highly recommend this game. Yeah. I can't. I, I would think everyone should play it. It's yeah. really fun. Um, one thing we haven't touched on at all yet is um, the decision uh, by the game developers to just go completely overboard with uh, prior game references and oh inter- internet memes. Or the, uh, the goat dialogue. We didn't talk about the goat. Oh, we should definitely talk about him. But oh it's funny because like typically when that stuff happens in a game, it's, it's terrible. It's usually one of two flavors. Either A, it's terrible. Yeah. Right? You're just like, wow, really? Um, or B, they're making a reference, but they're not selling it like a reference. Like they're pretending, like, oh, that we that was in another game. We, we thought we came up with this, right? Um, and so when I first started experiencing these things, I was like, are they doing that on purpose? Yeah. And pretty soon, it's just it's plastered so far into everything. You realize, okay, this is like part of the the, the gag here. Like it's really right. I thought it was pretty hilarious how they. Good example of that is when you get your powers, you get them from Chuzu statues, <laughs> which is if you play Metroid, 
They're called Chozo statues, and they're mm-hmm. they essentially stole the artwork from totally. Metroid. It just looks exactly it the looks same. Almost exactly like it, but they just added enough flair to it mm-hmm. to avoid any copyright infringement. Yep. Um, and, and by flair, it's it means, also satirical. Yeah, and by flair, they changed the name of it. Uh, the, the design of like the the way the headdress goes is like slightly as slightly more as techy. Yeah, you break them, uh, and then your power actually gets given to you from an orb that comes out of that by a goat that turns into oh a man. My gosh. The goat was <laughs> one of the best video game characters in just a while. Just so good. Yeah. Just so good. Um yeah. the goat was just it was a guy who turned in from a goat. It was like a like a guru essentially. Yeah. And there uh, was this wonderful three step animation yeah. where he would he would yeah. hobble out as a as goat. A goat. And then in three stages where it'd be like his butt and then his torso and then finally his head. Yeah. And it'd just be like bang boom and he'd turn into a guy. And all they do is start complaining about you destroying his choosers. Right, he statues. hates that. Yeah. He's like, God damn it, you broke another one of my statues. And he, then he gives you a power. Yeah. Oh, well, here you go. Yeah. And it never gets old. <laughs> like, it just, it never got That's old. That's because they keep writing really good dialogue for mm-hmm. him. I mean, he was just so well-written. I mean, most of the characters are well-written. Uh, except for you think Flameface. I didn't mind Flameface. I just didn't, yeah. He's just like, ah, I you're thought gonna that die. Jaguar was, was good. Oh, he was great. Uh, the evil lady. Yep, she was great. And the main villain was mm-hmm. really well written. He was good and too. And really cool. In like full on like uh, bullfighter gear. Yeah. Yeah, with he the was skull. Great. It was so good. They really, I mean, again, if we haven't said it already like 15 times. The the commitment to the art direction and how they pulled that off was yeah. just, I mean, and from once the you start commit to game, really great art direction on the Chips and Bits podcast, oh, is your greatest we'll, experiment. We'll find it. <laughs> yeah. We'll find it and we yeah. will talk about I mean, it to death. If, if you could make the shittiest game and we could be like, mm-hmm. yeah, the art direction was, was awesome. Great. I played all the way through. Game sucks, yeah. but I sure did like looking at it. And then I'd be like, well, I wouldn't say it sucked because the art direction was pretty wonderful. <laughs> but this game didn't. It was actually really fun. And, and yeah. your, your, your comparison to Super Meat Boy is really apt because... The platforming is so challenging at a certain mm-hmm. point. And you actually got to areas that were super challenging yeah. that I didn't get to because I just bulldozed through games. Yeah. I, I tried to... What was to, the name uh, of it? What, the name of the area? The tree something? It was the tree top. So it, it's tree when top. you get into the tree. Yeah. Um, you, there's this entire level that happens in and around the outside of the tree. Um, and, and, I've, and I noticed a place before where I was like, I got to remember that that block that I can break. Yeah. Um, and when I finally came back, yeah, it's literally you, you walk into the tree, you break this block, and you run all the way up the side of the tree. Yeah. Like you bypass the whole level. And at the top, there is this insanely, insanely difficult. Oh, my really, God. Really, really should post a link to this thing so you could just watch in terror of as someone who's not me. In the notes me, section on someone who's not and bitscom does a much better job of beating it but yeah i mean it, it was it was stress inducing to the max yeah it looks insane i'm really glad i didn't have to do that i did do the chicken there's a chicken who trains you who's hilarious yeah he is. Uh, there's so many funny again characters. just another great yeah, yeah. part about this game there's a chicken who trains you how to do combo moves essentially and eventually his shit gets so complicated mm-hmm. um but i did a lot of that and that was probably just as frustrating i don't know if you did all of it the side quests well we should talk I about did. the side quests actually i didn't you know i they i were wanted hard to, to find i wanted to do all of them yeah and i only realized after i finished the game and again this is from like i went around and tried to collect almost everything and yeah i thought i looked in most places and i think i got you know the, the luchador doll for the girl yeah. and i found the missing mariachi band guy they were very difficult to find where i couldn't find them yeah i had no and there was not a lot of guidance either yeah uh, they they could they felt kind of afterthoughty. I mean, they were. When I say that, it's different. If it felt like they just tagged on something. Mm-hmm. But what I really mean is that 
they were they were challenging and they were presented in a really interesting way, which is yep. from all these different villagers. But um, it was really hard to kind of figure them out in the course of the game, like yeah. where you had to be 